Welcome, football fans. It is the Fans First Sports Network. It is the big picture, the show that takes a look right away at what the playoff picture is going to look like in December, January, and beyond. We are your host. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. With me is Wesley Coleman, as always. And it is a great day in sports, especially for you, Mr. Coleman. You have a, you have a proclamation about a team from another sport. Yeah, so happy about the Rangers winning their World Series uh 63 years as a franchise and uh I mean did it in an incredible way going 11-0 on the road. Uh, great 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 uh great World Series to watch for me. Yeah, I I tell you what, I am uh, elated for you. I am elated for the Rangers never winning a World Series, so I think it's fantastic. So it is great and ready to go. I am so glad that they finally got off the schneid. I did not mind Arizona losing because Arizona won in 2001, which uh, kind of made me happy way back in the day when they won one. So, hey, everybody gets their World Series ring. Hopefully my Pittsburgh Pirates will win one sometimes in the next 90 years or maybe before I die. But, hey, we're talking about football. We are talking about all 32 teams and where they go. We talk about divisions. Mr. Coleman, Wesley Coleman of the Dome Patrol here at Fans First Sports Network. He specializes in the NFC. I try to specialize in the American Football Conference. And what we're going to do is we're going to look at each division and see what we think that picture looks like right now. There were some weird games last week. There were some upsets. There were some survivor polls that went by the wayside, the last couple weeks, uh, especially if you're picking the Kansas City Chiefs or the San Francisco 49ers. So that's really upsetting the playoff picture. Let's get down to it. We're going to go to the National Football League, the National Conference. Football Conference, excuse me. <laughs> and well, we're going to do USFL this week, Wesley. Um, let's go to the NFC East. Yeah. So, um, you know, NFC East has got a big uh, game coming up this week because we've got the Cowboys and Eagles are actually going to face off in Philadelphia. So I think we're going to get some answers. Um, uh, the Giants have fell off. They're, they're not coming back. The Commanders, uh, you know, taking the Eagles and beating the Eagles for most of a game this last week, but probably the loss uh, kind of eliminates them. They're one and three at home now. So we got the five and two Cowboys and the seven and one Eagles. Um, I'll say this. I, I think that they both make the playoffs. Um, I think that the Cowboys win this week. Um, the Eagles are, have the better record, but they've had a lot of close games, and they've had uh, games against bad teams. Um, I think head-to-head, uh, -head, the Cowboys are going to end up winning this one and uh, making this division all, you know, essentially tied up with the Cowboys having the, the uh, tiebreaker. And it will be interesting to see as uh, the Dallas Cowboys have, well, they had that situation where they lost Diggs, one of their uh, great defensive backs, and now it seems like they are, you know, getting back into form. They're, uh, gosh, whipping up on teams on offense as well. That seems to be a well-oiled machine. A lot of Philadelphia fans right now are kind of have been nervous about this team, and they've been waiting for the other shoe to drop, and it only dropped once so far we'll see what happens uh let's see if they are going to justify the fears of those uh crazy philadelphia fans 
But I agree with you. This is definitely that division that is going to have two teams out of it. And would you foresee the number one seed coming out of this division? I mean, I mean, maybe um, there's some crazy things going on with the Lions right now. There's no telling how good they'll get. And, and there could be a problem with the Eagles and Cowboys playing each other a couple of times and beating each other up. Um, you know, the thing that's going on is we're at the start of the season. We thought we had a few teams that were um, way above everybody else and might get some like some really high digit, double digit wins. We're seeing those teams fall back to earth now. So, um, you know, uh, 12 wins may may be first place in the, the, the NFC right now. I don't know if we're going to get it. one of those dominating teams that's going to run away with 13 or 14 wins. So um, I, I'm going to stick with maybe um, for now. I don't really see the Cowboys number one seed, but um, I, uh, I think that the number one seed may come up from another division. All right. Well, that remains to be seen. If we go ahead and take a look at the AFC East, I look at this division as wide open with three teams right now. Now, not for the winner, but it looks like there's a possibility of three teams getting into the playoffs. Not going to be the New England Patriots. That team, that was my surprise team at the beginning. I keep saying that. I keep owning it. I have no problem <laughs> owning that. But the Patriots are not good right now. They are not going to uh, make the playoffs. In fact, they are going to be, even though it's not a lottery, I call it a lottery pick. They are going to probably be a top 10 pick. For sure. If not top five. Let's go ahead and take a look at the New York Jets. Their schedule is really interesting, Wesley. If they can get through the Los Angeles Chargers at home on Monday Night Football, if they get through that game, then I feel pretty confident about this team until they play the Bills and the Dolphins. But I'm not believing in the Buffalo Bills right now. If they get, with that defense, if they get through these couple weeks unscathed and how we talked about, I think that this is a team that could at least get third place in that division. But I'm starting to feel really nervous about the Buffalo Bills right now. I'm actually going to, uh, I'm going to go wild. I'm going to say no Bills this week. So the two Dolphins are winning that division. Yep. In fact, the Dolphins might win that conference. One That's interesting how- thing about the Dolphins is they're playing the um, they're playing against the Chiefs in Frankfurt, Germany. Um, so it'll be an early start game this Sunday. This may be the highest profile international game there's ever been. Yeah, I I agree with you. I I think that's because usually those are one sided affairs. Generally, so it'll be 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 interesting. Good uh, good showcase for the Dolphins, and uh, I'm I'm not surprised about the Bills. They've been up and down. They 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 might have the most talented roster in the the NFL possibly, but they're not, it's not showing. And they have a good coach too. I I like that coaching staff. I'm just uh, it's very weird. But so let let's go ahead for the sake of fun. We're going to go ahead and put the uh, Dolphins winning that division. In fact, I'm putting them in as the number one seed already. And we'll go ahead and say the New York Jets get the uh, wild card. I like it. All right. Let's go to, well, we already uh, teased the NFC North. So let's talk about that. Yeah, I mean, pretty pretty simple division. You've got the, the terrible Bears and Packers. The Vikings are falling apart, um, you know, with uh, Jefferson out and now with Cousins out. I, I don't expect anything that they're they're trading for Dobbs is not going to save their season. Um, and I'm I'm sure that's what they're trying to do. Um, the Lions are going to run away with this division. Nobody else is going to sniff the playoffs. 
Yeah, I agree. I was starting to believe on the Vikings. And then yeah. when Cousins went down, no, not to win the division, but I believed enough that this was going to be a wild card team. Uh, they they can't do it. Dobbs is going to be serviceable, but not really good enough. They're going to win some games just because they're in a horrible division. Let and they have, about- they have an easy schedule outside of the division too a lot. So, I mean, they're going to win some games, but it's not going to be enough. And let's talk about the Packers real quick. They're saying that the rest of the season is going to decide whether they keep love or not. Well, I well, think the love-hate relationship is going to be more hate. They're going to have two. They're going to have a top five draft pick probably. And there's too many quarterbacks available for them to ignore that. This is a good quarterback year, it looks like. Um, and they're going to have to, you know, pick one of those guys and uh, and move on. Jordan Love is. I mean, He's never looked like an NFL quarterback. It was interesting that they were they puffed their chest out when they went into it with so much confidence. But the, I mean, I think it's coming out in the wash that he's he's just not a good quarterback. Real quick, did you think it was odd that the Bears were buyers at the deadline? Um, yeah, and actually, we did a the, the Saints play the Bears this week, so we had a, a, a gentleman that covers the Bears on our on our show this week. Uh, and uh, he was surprised too, and also actually beyond surprise, actually just not not okay with it, um, being that it was a second round pick, it was a high price to pay for a rental that isn't really committed to signing a contract with them. And I mean, maybe they'll get a long time deal, but they're going to have to sign this guy to a contract that an all pro would get, and he's never even made a Pro Bowl, so he, pretty pretty upset about. It. Doesn't really make any sense. Um, if they were going to make this move, it should have been in the offseason when Justin Fields was, half, was healthy and they already knew that they had a pass rush problem. Really, really weird move by the Bears. And uh, honestly, everybody's getting fired there. So it's uh, it, it probably doesn't matter. <laughs> it does not. So I guess uh, it's time to go to my division. So let's do it. So, you know, uh, the, the AFC North, um, interesting things going on. Uh, the, the Ravens... Uh, um, Obviously, their, their offense has shown up. They're, they're looking great. And and the Bengals are – Joe Burrow looks like Joe Burrow again. They're back. I mean, clearly. The, the team that is not back is my Pittsburgh Steelers. In fact, right now, I am going to go ahead and put them fourth in the division, and they have never been fourth in the north. So it might be the, the time that they are. The Browns are very enigmatic – I don't know what is going on with this team. PJ Walker actually sparked them a little bit, and then they ended up losing last week. I just don't think that defense is enough for that team. But I am also going to go ahead and say they find a way to sneak in. So I have the Jets in there. I have the Bengals and the and the Ravens back and forth and fighting for that division right now i'm going to continue to say that it is the baltimore ravens right now until lamar jackson gets hurt and he will get hurt that's just what happens he doesn't he's not going to finish the year he's not going to play 17 games for that team but if he does i think they are a stronger team but you're right burrow looks like burrow so i'm giving them the high seed i'm giving them number five I'm saying the Ravens win the division and let's go ahead and put the Browns in at the sixth seed right now. So I've already played my hand for the West. Yeah. And I mean, that makes sense. Uh, I think the Bengals are going to storm back. I think they're going to make the division close. They might be able to win this division. Um, You know, there's two, there's two teams in the NFL with winning records 
that are negative on net points. The Jets are negative three, and they're four and three. The Steelers are also four and three, negative 34. Um, so not, not, a, not a good look, even though the, you see a winning record there. They have the stats of a losing team. So uh, I kind of agree with you that they're trending in the wrong direction, even though they, they, they somehow still have a winning record. Yeah, so absolutely. Uh, really interesting division. And don't get me wrong. We've, we still have, what, Long way to go. Long way to go. The show left. Yeah. And I'm going to be talking about the Steelers back in the playoff picture. I'm, the I'm Steelers have 10 more games. The Steelers have 10 more games. So yeah. it's a long way to go. And uh, by the way, I am going to be in attendance Thursday night football this evening. Excited to see that game. And if they do, if they have some home magic, you know, I'll be, I'll be back singing their praises and say, maybe until they disappoint me again. I think it's time for a break. Let's go ahead. We will go ahead and see if some sponsors want to give us some love. We'll be back right after this. It is the big picture from Fans First Sports Network. Welcome back to the Fans First Sports Network. I am Brian Anthony Davis. He is Wesley Coleman. I am from the Steel Curtain Network. Wesley is from the Dome Patrol podcast, both on Fans First Sports Network. Uh, One of the originals here, both of us since our inception in early 2023. And remember, for all of your sports needs, make sure you check out Fans First Sports Network, no matter what it is. We are filling up the rosters, uh, filling up the National Football League, baseball. We have pretty much all of Major League Baseball and the world champion Texas Rangers are on that list. I know that makes my friend Wesley smile. It makes me smile, too. I'm glad to see them win the whole thing. So let's do it. Let's go to the South. I've already teased the Tennessee Titans because I'm going to see that game, see them take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have new life with a new quarterback, but is that is that just an aberration? Yeah, I, I can't imagine the, 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 the Texans, Titans, or Colts really uh, doing anything with what, what their starting quarterbacks are and how their teams look right now. Um, I think this is a, a similar division to the NFC North where you got a Lions team that's running away with it. This would seem like the Jaguars division to run away with. And honestly, with the ease of schedule, this is where the Jaguars start. To, I mean, they could surprise somebody and be a number one or number two seed just because everybody else has a little bit harder schedule and, uh, and, and at least has harder in, in the in division schedules. Yeah, I, I think you're right on the money there. I am not looking at anybody else there. The uh, Titans are intriguing because they were not sellers at the deadline. They still have Derrick Henry. They still have DeAndre Hopkins. So they're they're playing the DH right now. Uh, those DHs are playing real well. Will Levis came in, but they had nothing to lose by just throwing the ball like crazy. I kind of think he comes back down to earth. We'll see what happens against Pittsburgh this evening. 
Could they be a wild card team? Yeah, they could compete for it, but I'm saying no right now. You think he comes back down to earth or you hope he comes back down to earth? Is there a mixture of the two in there? <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I actually, no, I think he comes back down to earth. I, I think it was one of those like hot debuts coming in. You also have a team really not too prepared for him. So yeah, he, he he did look really good for a rookie with no NFL snaps. Uh, I, yeah. I, was, I was impressed. And I think there's something there that can develop. I, I don't think he's going on a streak this year though, but uh, I, I think he, he showed that they're at least going to try and invest in him being the quarterback of the future. Absolutely. Now I want to apologize because I jumped the gun and I, 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 I changed the sequence. I saw you smiling over there. It, it, it happens. I do that from to you from time to time. So sorry for calling the audible. It was just, my head is all me messed up right now. So let's talk about the South. You have a team that you're really invested in here. What's going on in the I mean, NFC South? I mean, the Saints kind of made a move in the right direction this last week by being able to put up 38 points. Um, and they're now, I mean, going to play a Bears team where the Saints are actually favored by eight and a half, which is a huge point spread for a four and four team to be, to be favored by. Um, and then, you know, kind of what we talked about is the last week is now then the Saints will play the Vikings next week. We're going to start a quarterback like Josh Dobbs and have a, a, a shorthanded roster as well. Uh, and then we go into the Falcons, who we're tied with right now. Um, I don't believe the Falcons are that good. The Falcons are four and four and benching their quarterback and going to Taylor Heineke um, is going to be their starter moving forward. Um, I don't think anybody's winning division um, the, against the Saints with Taylor Heineke. Um, the Saints just got to be consistent. They're, they've been up and down. Um, it's been completely inconsistent. I, I'm not going to start drinking the Kool-Aid too quick um, because of one game. We, we saw the game against the Patriots. Then we lost to the, the Texans the next week. Um, but the Saints are in a position to win a couple of games in a row and at least uh, have a lead in this division going into the game with the Falcons in three weeks. I don't I think say, two teams from this division are making the playoffs, though. I will say one thing about Heineke. He is sounds like a beer, by the way. Um, but Taylor Heineke is that one guy that did some things. He got the commanders in the playoffs. At least, well, I think they were the Washington football team then, but I don't know whether it was once or twice where he found a way to ninja that team in. Well, yes, I, I, I think that he did some things to not screw it up, but they had a dominant defense. Yes. Their defense was, um, and so I'm not sure, I don't want to take away from necessarily Heineke, and yes, he, he was the quarterback on a team that won some games, um, but they had, in those years, like the, the most dominant front seven um, in, in football at the time and caused a lot of problems. And, and he, you know, he was just asked to not screw it up. Um, he also really leaned on McLaurin a lot there who was playing like a superstar and would make four or five catches a game that shouldn't have been made. I'm not sure that he has that player. Um, Drake London has not shown out to be that player. Kyle Pitts has been a, a bust where he's not even the best tight end on the team. Um, John o. Smith is. So I'm not sure if he has the, the receivers to bail him out. Uh, they do have a running game, though. The Falcons with the uh, Bijan Robinson and Algiers, um, they they can run the ball. Um, and of course, Cordell Patterson still working there as a as a running back as well. Um, but I think you can make them one dimensional because neither one of their quarterbacks can carry them. Yeah, that's an interesting team and it's an interesting situation. But let me go back to Heineke real quick. Is he a top five backup quarterback in this league? Um, and. 
Maybe. Um, I mean, having said that, I think Tyler Haneke was better than Desmond Ritter. I think Desmond Ritter, I never was a Desmond Ritter fan. I hated I him coming it. out of college. He's a, he's not a good thrower. So I didn't understand. He had the size, but could not, could not accurately throw a football. Um, so, I mean, I guess I'll say that because he was better than the starter. Um, and so I, I think that's an upgrade for them. I just don't think it's enough to put him over the top. All right. I, I'm down with that. I, I appreciate that. Let's look at the Buccaneers. I think they're fading. I think they're done. Oh yeah, I mean the um, Baker can, is a player that can get hot for a couple of games and have fun and get people excited and all. But um, this team, uh, you know, isn't running the ball well. They needed to make a move at the at the deadline if they wanted to get back competing because um, uh, Rashad White's not uh, been been able to carry the load for them. And um, I think this is uh, we're going to get into the second half of this season where Mike Evans knows he is not re-signing with the Buccaneers. He tried to get them into a contract uh, agreement before the season started and then told him he was not going to negotiate once the season started. Um, so I think towards the end of the year, he's going to worry about his health and not really worry about stats because he's going to get a big contract from somebody. All right. Very good. Let's uh, go ahead and just, just for the sake of saying their name, Carolina Panthers. Uh, nope. Maybe given the bears a number one pick. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, them going out and winning a game was, uh, was, kind of kind of crazy but uh yeah the bears could get the number one and number two they're the bears are gonna have two top five picks um and i'm just i, I was really happy to see the panthers trade all that they traded to draft a quarterback that i think is too small to survive an nfl season yep so um so it's uh it's good good for me because i don't think they're going to be competitive anytime soon back to real quick back to uh baker mayfield in pittsburgh for years, they had a nickname for him, and I think it's finally coming into fruition. It's Faker Mayfield. So he is, I we always considered him a fake here. Like, he'll start off, he'll make you think you've got something special, and then you don't. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if the, the Buccaneers were the great um, situation for him without having their running game. I'm not a Baker Mayfield hater at all. I don't think he's great. Um, I think he's, you know, uh, he's one of the top 30 quarterbacks or 25 quarterbacks in the, in the world. So he should be a starter on a team. I'll say that. Um, I think that a team, you know, obviously the Colts weren't going to bring him in because they had a uh, um, the, the, the high draft pick, but I think a team like the Colts that have a good running game and could take that pressure off of him would have been a good fit for him. Something like that. I think he'd look good in Pittsburgh, um, which I know you don't want to see, but um, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> I think, I think he'd, he'd be an upgrade or whatever I've seen from Kenny Pickett this year. If you had it, had him a running game and a couple of wide receivers, he could throw to once the, the, the running game um, kind of got going. I don't think the Buccaneers were a good position for him because they, one, they bring him in and then they get a little Leonard Fournette um, just making the running game even weaker. Um, so I'm not a Baker hater at all. Um, I, I just am. think, I think he's on a, he's on a bad team. <laughs> and so is your friend Jeff Hartman as well. We uh, we are not Baker fans. And as far as him ever coming to Pittsburgh, I would not rule that out. I would actually think that would happen. But Louisiana guy, Bobby Brister is always our number six. <laughs> Let, let's head on out west. And since I kind of stole your thunder, I'm going to go ahead and uh, send it back to you with the west. Okay, so the NFC West, um, you know, interesting things going on with the West. Um, obviously, the Cardinals are terrible. They're going to be looking at a top five pick. Um, the Rams are not making it through the injuries. Um, Matt Stafford is continuously getting hurt. Um, looks like he's got a, a right hand problem. 
um, which we'll, we'll see if that's a couple of games or if, if that's the end of the season. Um, if it's the end of the season for him, it could be an end of his career, which uh, um, I think when we look back on it is somebody who threw for a lot of yards for mostly bad teams besides when he um, won the Super Bowl with the Rams. He was on a lot of bad Lions teams and now a bad Rams team. And I'll be honest, that Cooper Cup does not look healthy. Um, I appreciate that he's out there. Um, the Rams could be in a huge transition where we went into this year saying that uh, they had tons of cap flexibility and all going into next year. But I'm not sure we could be leading towards the end of McVay, Cooper Cup, and Matt Stafford, which would lead to also an Aaron Donald retirement. This could look like a very different team next year um, if it keeps trending this way with the injuries and uh, not playing. The 49ers have fell back to earth. The 49ers are not in first place in their own division. Brian, the Seahawks, Geno Smith and the Seahawks are your first place team in the NFC West. Um, and it's not in my character to say I told you so, but damn it, I did. You did? Brock, Pur Brock Purdy cannot carry this team. And when everybody was healthy and you could scare everybody with Ayuk and Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey and you make it all wide open, Brock Purdy was back there just chilling and having a good time and being relaxed. Two of those guys, one's injured now, one's injured and does not himself, and Brock Purdy looks awful. They've lost three games in the last five weeks. This is a whole different team, and there's a lot of national attention going on Brock Purdy right now of whether or not he was a faker. So um, interesting what's going on. I'm not their, their defense has not been as dominant this year as it was last. I think their defense can come back around. They have a very good defense, um, and they just uh, uh, traded for Chase chase young which is insane if he wow. can stay healthy um but they're not going to be winning because of this offense I, I think brock purdy has been shook i'm not sure when he's going to recover from this and i uh i i had said that from the start of the year that i think it was going to take a little bit for people to figure him out but i didn't believe in brock purdy long term being a, a successful nfl quarterback third round pick for chase young uh even with questions sign me up my That's goodness, right. if, if he stays healthy, him and Bosa in there, I mean, I, I pity quarterbacks wanting to sit back there and, and, and play. Um, but, you know, we, I feel like it's disrespectful. We talked about the 49ers a lot. The Seahawks have been great. Um, their defense is still good. Um, they uh, Their offense is doing enough. Geno Smith is not turning the ball over. Um, their run control game that they're going with Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonnet from UCLA, I was a big fan of his. He has looked good, and he's kind of learning the offense and getting more and more snaps each game. And then uh, I, I, Metcalf is still, you know, just a, a physical specimen and, and beast out there that's going to get the ball a few times. Um, this this is a little dangerous team where you're going to always discount them because Geno Smith is their starting quarterback. But they can sneak up, and they can beat any team in the NFL right now. Indeed, they can. So it's going to be interesting to see what they – continue to do there i cannot believe it you I don't want it. a team like the seahawks sneaking into the first or second seed and then hosting home games i mean i i just that's just not a team you want to go on the road and play and I, i'm saying that for any team in the nfl they can make a real ugly game and and just drag you into deep water and beat you you have personal experience with it what was that about 10 years ago a long time ago don't even remember it yeah, I was, yeah, maybe it didn't happen. Maybe it was. <laughs> Let's well, go we to the one, West. One more division quick. to wrap up. We already mentioned the Chiefs, and they're going to be in Germany this week. But uh, what's going on with the AFC West? And 
is there a second team that's even remotely possible of making the playoffs out of this division? It is the Chargers, but they have bad coaching. They have a fairly easy schedule. They're they're a team that can go ahead and make it. Of course, the Broncos, uh, you know, had that stunner the other day, but no one believes in the Broncos. You right know now. who doesn't have bad coaching? The Raiders. <laughs> they, they don't have coaching <laughs> yeah well we'll see what antonio pierce does and you know you know i follow the raiders well because i i help produce some of their shows for fans for sports network so i have been on top of all of that i am not a raiders fan but it's uh when when you hear that much about a team you're like you kind of get invested in it and when uh josh mcdaniels went down the other day i'm like well i'm gonna be busy <laughs> well and and they've already they've benched Jimmy Garoppolo too. They will be starting Aiden O'Connell moving forward. Yep. So um I'm not sure if that's a recipe for winning. Um and I'll just say right now, I, I give a lot of respect to Devontae Adams, who is one of the best wide receivers in football. And nobody's talking about him the last two years because he's been in weird offenses where Josh McDaniels doesn't know how to get the ball to him. Um and he's been quiet. He's he has not publicly demanded to leave he has not trashed the organization totally he's kind of hinted that things aren't great but uh he's been a real professional but i don't know if that's going to continue i think him playing with aiden o'connell for the next eight or nine ten games he's gonna not want to be there absolutely so it is the chiefs and there you go so i have the chiefs the dolphins the jags and of course i have the baltimore ravens in there as well I'm looking at the Jets, Browns, not in this order, and the uh, Cincinnati Bengals going to the playoffs in the uh, NFC. Yeah, so I'm going to right now go and uh, have a surprise pick where I'm going to right now say that the Seahawks are going to be the number one seed. I'm going to throw the Lions into my number two seed. I'm, I'm shaking it all up. The we're, we're turning upside down. The Cowboys will be the three seed. The Saints, the four seed. The 49ers may be the scariest five seed ever. The Eagles, sixth. And we got to have another team in there, don't we? I, I, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's ugly. Um, man, at, at this point, you kind of have to... Uh, I, I guess I do have to throw the Falcons back in there. Uh, there somebody's got to make it. I know that hurts you. It hurts. But I tell you what, you said a scary fifth seed. That's a scary sixth seed in Philadelphia, too. Both of them, yep. All right. Well, it's time for us to get on out of here. Wesley Coleman from the Dome Patrol podcast. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. The big picture always gets fuzzy, but you have us, too, to make it clear. We'll talk to you next time on Fans First Sports Network. <laughs>